Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Last time on Dragon Ball Z, on the Nyler 9 podcast, when God Knows came through, he gave you Southwest All-Stars. And it was Amaza. It was insane. New York Times said. <laughs> you are all very welcome to this very special edition of the 909 podcast this week. It's episode 102. And it's a special one indeed. We've been trying to make this happen for a while. We've been trying to get these three people together for a while and have a chat with them in depth. We've got God Knows, the Shannon Rap legend, who we talked to earlier this year. Um, and when we talked to him on his own, we talked a lot about how he was bringing people together from different scenes, from different cities, from different places in Ireland, and how that has led to the likes of the Southwest All-Stars and a big light being Sean and Limerick. God Knows is in our chat. Then we got Merley, who along with God Knows and My Name is John, is one third of Rosangana family, the choice prize winning Limerick based rap trio, whose work has been some of the most exciting raps coming out of, the, of Ireland this century. While that group is on hiatus, God Knows and Merley have been doing lots of productions and making music of their own and with others. And Merley has been doing a lot of producing for himself and others as well. So lots been going on there. And in the episode where we interviewed God Knows, we talked about how he's bringing these people together. And one of those people who has actually been there the whole time, but has really been starting to shine in the last couple of years, is Denise Chyla, who, I mean, you may remember in 2016 from the Russell and Gala family record, Let the Dead Buried Dead, she featured on a spoken word appearance from then. And ever since then, she has just really grown in stature as an artist and as a person and as a person to engage with and just really, really, really uh, a force with a capital F. Her 2020 single, Chyla, has been impacting Irish radio on playlists in a big way of late, which we talk about in our chat. And uh, you may remember, of course, one of the most memorable shows of the year 
this year was Denise's show at the National Gallery of Ireland for Other Voices. Much lauded, much talked about. One of the one of the shining lights in a lockdown earlier this year, and. As I said, she's been growing in stature as an artist and as a person, and our, as our interview will make clear, she's only getting started. So we, myself and Andrea, sat down with these three inspirational music makers and peers for a nearly two-hour chat in a Dunn hotel room very recently. It takes in a lot of topics, including Dungeons and Dragons, Zoom fatigue, social media habits, crying at the movies, the expectation of black artists to represent the black experience, and much, much more. So... We do hope you enjoy our chat as much as we did. If you do and want to support us, our Patreon page is patreon.com forward slash Nyler9. From a five or a month, you can help us keep making some money in this pandemic time where we can't put on gigs and events and do and make money the way we normally do. It's no exaggeration to say that Nyler9 would not be active now were enough for the financial support of our patrons. We just wouldn't be able to continue. Uh, things are hard enough as it is. So do consider joining the 150 plus people on patreon.com forward slash 909 if you like what we do. So I present you now our chat with God knows Denise Chyla and Merle. I just want to keep the kettle on. I just want the upper echelon. Run for the world like a psycho. Shooting for the stars like a rifle. I just want to keep my medal on. Making heats because I'm able done. Daily dedication had me gung ho. Trying to keep cast like I'm tongue poke. Running and running, I kept on running. The trauma it had me, it kept on coming. I dropped out of POC courses and resources given to me, man. I held on to nothing. No blue wicked fat frog or Bacardi breezer. It had to be bitter. Forget Weezer. I was really with a teenage dirtbags. Always got into hot water. Ended up thrown out like tea bags. Life was hard, oh my lord. No wonder I'm nostalgic. I went on eBay so I could finally say I got a shiny Charizard. Meanwhile, I met a free spirit that was caged in. And a disciplined soul that was so free, still screwed up. No OG Ron C. When Lost in the OC was still a must-see Misery, love company But the connection was weak like a dongo I'm glad it's over You were so cold, energy so, so Intention suspect, we never fell out Just fizzed out, it all balanced out I'm glad it all worked out Still working it out Cause I can't bear the beat to I touch souls Like I just bad. wanna keep the catalog I just want the upper echelon Run for the world like a psycho Shooting for the stars like a rifle I just wanna keep my medal on Making hits cause I'm able done Daily dedication high Okay, uh, I guess we'll just, we'll, I think what we're just going to do is just have a chat. Uh, yeah, that's, we haven't prepared any questions or anything, we're just going to chat. Yeah. Awesome. That so sounds we'll good. ask the questions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, actually, actually, so how is the spin for you guys? <laughs> oh <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's asked me that. <laughs> Myself and Andrea talk to each other every week over Zoom. Yeah. Mm. It's just like, it's weird seeing you in real life again almost. Yeah. 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 I've seen you once in real life. Once, yeah, for like yeah. 10 minutes and since It's a highly unusual situation. Yeah. yeah. We're kind of getting used to that whole thing, you know? Like yeah. Virtual chats all the time. Yeah. You're the only Zoom chat I have every week. Like, yeah. You know, when everyone was doing everything. I I, I was mo- I was not one of those people. You yeah. know, they're like, uh, the like... Yeah, really? Because like I got... I got really tired really, really, really quickly. Like within the first week, I was already like, this is getting really um, confusing and old and sometimes too intense. Cause like, uh, you know, when you have Zoom calls or like FaceTimes with people who you don't know that well, but it's the only way to socialize. But like, actually I realized FaceTiming someone from your bedroom is a really intimate experience when I don't know them that well. 
and and they're like looking at me and they can see what I have up on my walls and then like they can see what my bed looks like and they're technically kind of in my house and I don't know it's like oh okay this effort of like hosting you in my home now I, I wasn't prepared you in your space as well and not in your like I'm going outside and this is what I'm wearing and this mm. is the way I have my hair and this is my makeup. It's that kind of like, I'm, this is me at home. Yeah. It's very intimate. Yeah. I had to learn how to say no quickly though, yeah. because like there is a point in every like social interaction where like, I'm just like deathly awkward and extremely introverted. So like, it'll be like a two hour stretch of, oh, this is nice. And then all of a sudden, oh, do, 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 do social battery gone. Um, and I have to find ways to be like, I love you. Can I leave? Can I go home? Can I go? But I'm already at home. So I have to be like, no, (laughs) I just have to be really honest and be like, I'm really tired. Um, Can we reschedule and do this tomorrow? I still really like you. You're I'm having fun. I just now need to go and have fun on my own. I just I just yeah, there's 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 like a mental thing that was happening where it was just really stressful to get used to a different way of communicating with people even though I wanted to constantly be around people yeah I was starting to feel bad about it because you know like it's very performative being on on a, on a video chat right so like even with my family when we were doing that and we're across three different time zones and my sister lives in Melbourne and it's like 10 p.m and we talked on a Sunday night and it's my little sister lives in America so it was kind of like 11 a.m and then we're in the middle somewhere and it's just really hard to have a conversation of any kind and then you have kids in the mix who are trying to show you Star Wars toys and stuff like that <laughs> yes <laughs> this is like and you start to feel bad because you're like you know you're not quite having the full conversation yeah and then when I saw my parents in real life again it was like it's just fine you know, yeah it's, like, it's totally different it's totally normal yeah where uh you know the zoom thing is like you're on the box. Mm-hmm. Yep. On the, in the square. And mm-hmm. when it's your time to speak, you kind of have to make it good because your box has like lit up. Yeah. And everyone's looking at you. And what something that I miss a lot is when you're in a group of people and you're able to kind of just with another person or maybe two people just veer off into your own conversation yeah. over here yeah. and not be involved in like the main big thing that's happening in the middle of the room and in with zoom you can't do that you can't be like oh Niall how did that thing go yeah um, and <laughs> then everybody turn. has to hear how the thing went you yeah know? yeah it's yeah it's hard you can't have a sides it's true no. like everybody has to either be muted or the pressure is on you to host the call yeah for your two to five minutes just got tired of like okay so I, I like to be on big zoom chats and be like who's looking at me who's looking at the speaker and who is looking at themselves <laughs> like, i'm, I'm trying always to... looking at myself always like i can't Oops. not like, I fret <laughs> over it like it's... i'm just like do I, do I look stupid? Do people know I'm looking at myself? Like it's, yeah, it's very anxiety inducing. It's like being at a house party and sitting in front of a mirror. Yeah. The whole night. And it's, it, it's so, I wish you could turn that off. I wish I could just not see myself. It's like, can you? To know. But then no one would see you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, can you turn it off for just yourself? I don't think so. No. no. Think and then so, I get no. too paranoid that I'm doing yeah, something odd, you know? Worse, Maybe you. that's oh, like. can see me, but I can't 50. see myself. So <laughs> It sounds like that's like 50% of like maybe Zoom fatigue is just like this like intense consciousness of ourselves yeah. and how we're 
performing and coming across to other people, but now like given a visual sort of representation mm -hmm. where you can literally see how you're doing yeah. in the middle of a conversation to another person. And it's like, that's what I look like all the time when I'm talking. Uh, I'm so aware of all of my verbal tics, um, not finishing sentences properly. Every time I trail off into space and like don't finish a thought and people just are kind of like, eh, eh. it's. And people don't want to interrupt you. Whereas they would if you were in real life, they would finish your sentence for you or mm -hmm. they would interrupt you or something. And it's so odd to just kind of feel like you have your time to say your thing and then somebody else has their time to say their thing. And it's it's so it feels really unnatural. Like, I'm so grateful that I had it during it. Yeah. And, you know, I had like yeah, week, weekly yeah, kind of quizzes and things uh, with my friends and just calls. But it kind of the nuance of what I love about social interaction. And I'd be like you, Denise, in that like I have like a battery and it's probably not as like full as everybody else's battery and then mm. I'm just like no need to go now and be on my own for three days and then I can see someone again um and yeah it got to the stage where it was like every single night of the week there was some different kind of call on and I was like I need to just sit actually and mm. just watch a movie if that's mm. okay but yeah yeah it was, it's a, it's an odd time and we're coming out of it now ish maybe not but maybe also in that you know we're all here sitting in a room together which mm -hmm. would, would have been impossible yeah, um like two months ago which is amazing but it's still a very odd time um in this industry in particular mm -hmm. you know no i was just gonna ask if you guys felt um any pressure at the beginning of all of this to like host those spaces and to sort of like lead like this new social era of gathering mm. virtually I've probably probably Niall more so than I I don't I don't organize things yeah uh, well I mean the early days was just like the novelty of it right and then it became I think you know I mean as performers you guys have done so many like live streams in the last few months and and very been very visible so from my perspective as somebody involved in music not being able to do gigs you like we started doing Instagram stuff and like that was mm. fine but it's just like the novelty roars wears off after a certain point and mm. then mm. in your personal life you know you're doing the things and then it's fine i found the antithesis of um the zoom calls was uh, was actually the lamest thing i'll ever say out loud uh, is myself and my friends did uh, dungeons and dragons together for four <gasps> months Ooh. oh yeah yeah me too <laughs> <laughs> No way. What's your character? Oh, I I mean I was a ranger. <laughs> okay. I was I was uh a monk. Oh, okay. Yeah, we didn't yeah. have any monks in our group. Yeah, I was a monk and then I was a bard and then I was a paladin because I kept on dying. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I should have died, but my friend had let me die at the end because we were so close. So we did this for four <laughs> months every Friday. Wow. And the great thing about it was it was not video. Mm. Um and we just did it over voice and it just made made that kind of level of you know your self-awareness just wasn't there you were just yeah. playing this game chatting away there's the rounds yeah. and it was so nice and it was so just like relaxing and different and not performative and yeah. just really comfortable yeah and, I, and it was something different as well and it wasn't a quiz and yeah it was, but because it, it went on for hours and like you could literally pop up there was eight or nine of us and you could pop off for like 
10 minutes and come back and not miss anything you know yeah what I mean? so absolutely it was just really nice it saved me and it's so weird because it's such a performance space like yeah. in dungeons and dragons if you guys don't know like you have um a guy who like has the plot in his head and he's your dm and he sort of has the world and then Wait, DM as in dungeon, dungeon master. master. Ah, <laughs> you have a dungeon master, and and you all kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it is way nerdier than whatever you're thinking. <laughs> it really. <laughs> but it's it's also just so fun because like um yeah so you all have like characters that you invent. And you you meet somewhere or you go on a party and you meet like different obstacles. And as a team, you have to decide how you're going to tackle that obstacle or whether you're going to go rogue and just fight each other or just maybe kill everything, fireball, or whether you're going to like just be a jerk about everything that you do. So like my favorite words over the last six months were roll for initiative <laughs> because, and, and that means a fight is about to start and you have to like wow. perform the fight. It's like I grab my two daggers out of my backpack and I fling them like shurikens across the room and it hits him straight between the eyes. And that's just a warning shot to the rest of his party. Like it was all of that, but like for four to 10 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I think my role for initiative would be like, I hide behind a rock. <laughs> I wait until it's over. I rejoin the party. And I hope you guys are all safe at the end. <laughs> you could send you all foraging for food. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah I think I'd like to be some kind of elf person. I have so many people around me who are playing Dungeons and Dragons. And I'm really? at the stage now where I'm like, someone invite me. <laughs> Nobody oh, has invited oh, me to play Dungeons and Dragons yet. I, I'll start my own like yes. yeah because you, you you write fantasy and stuff have you been a DM I before I haven't I I have always just been a player but mm. like I mean when you play Dungeons and Dragons alone that's just called writing a fantasy book <laughs> that's true do you know like if I'm my own DM I'm just Tolkien yes. so like <laughs> that's I'm looking at a Merle and G across from me <laughs> <laughs> no, I know who that is. <laughs> oh yeah, because you're a Lord of the Rings fan, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Well, the the films. Yeah, who's your favorite not, character? Not the books. Do you remember the 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 people? Yeah. Yeah, who's your favorite character? Oh, of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Did I have one? Did you have one? I don't know. I like the dragon. Come through. Yeah, that's a very respectable <laughs> answer. Yeah. It's the yeah. answer I would like a friend to give. Yeah, I like I like I like to try it. I'm my favorite character in Lord of the Rings is Frodo and I think it's really? kind of controversial to say it because people are This is 2 weeks in a row now we've talked about uh, This Lord is <laughs> that I have talked about hobbits and <laughs> right. started to upset myself about how brave they are. <laughs> They're so small and they did so much. They did. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna They're say taking the hobbits to Isengard. <laughs> Actually, yeah. God knows his point in Marley and himself. You know, you know, uh, Frodo and Sam's epic friendship. Marley and God knows. Oh, who's who? Is that what you were sit doing? I was trying to make that epic. <laughs> I was trying to make that big for you. Who's Frodo and who's Sam? Ah. Uh. 
Mm. Who's carrying the weight and who is helping the other person on their journey? <laughs> you know, it, it, it switches up. It yeah. Changes. Yeah. I was examining them both like who, yeah. but no. <laughs> but they're also Mary and Pippin. And oh my god yeah no, that's yeah. the that's the that's the side that people don't necessarily see Mary and Pippin, Pippin were the ones from the last dance no 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 Pippin oh. uh, they're also hobbits Scotty we Scotty. we haven't that's moved on <laughs> <laughs> that's a very different word <laughs> and that's a word I actually can't follow you into <laughs> sorry 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 Mary my and bad, Pippin at the beginning of the Fellowship of the Ring set off the uh, the fireworks and then Gandalf yeah gave out to them yeah. oh wow that's, they're, that's, they're that's mischief hobbits see the thing yeah. with the thing with me is like i'm i'm a movie head but like i only watch things once oh like, really yeah okay. so i can't like people be talking about oh remember that part and i'd be like i remember it was a good movie i <laughs> 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 uh, don't remember parts <laughs> i'm out almost yeah. the opposite i have to like really gear myself up to watch a new film and okay. not just watch mm. When Harry Met Sally for like the 50th time in a row. Like wow, I, I wish I could do that. Yeah, yeah. but I think I, I, part of it is, and I've actually found this during lockdown, is having to just needing media or um, like film or television that I've already seen before. That's not going to give me a fright and not going to like make yeah. me anxious. It's like I know yeah. what, like watching Friends, for instance, it's like I know what the next line is no matter what. So yeah. I can just, I can just exist near it and not get like too stressed about the plots and the storylines yeah kind of thing, you know how do you guys feel about happy endings is that something that you're like fiercely for or against because mm. it's an interesting strong feeling that some people can have i i like ambiguous mm. endings i was i was only talking about this recently my favorite films are the films where i have to go afterwards and google what happened at the end yeah. and like read all the like yeah. all of the like uh theories about what it meant and you know like inception or something yeah. if they ever made a sequel to inception i'd be really upset because i love the ambiguity of that um but i yeah i think happy endings have their place it they have their place in your mood but i like i like to go away and like read for hours about the film afterwards yeah what about you oh i'm 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 team happy ending all yeah. the way uh because life is too full of surprise and anxiety for me to not have a conclusive feeling yes. at the end of the thing I've invested an hour or two of my life into yeah. watching. I don't want to wonder. I don't want to ask questions. I just want it wrapped up nice in a bow. Give me my finishing point mm. and let it be nice so I can go back into the world and be like, ha ha ha. Everything is burning. Yeah. <laughs> At least I had some closure in that film. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I do feel that way. About, I'm, I'm a big romantic comedy fan. Mm. And I, 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 I mean, if I don't get a happy ending and a kiss and a, and a, like oh, a man. chase through an airport or something, yeah. I would be very upset. Is there really a romantic upset. comedy with an um, ambiguous ending, though? Um, I mean, there probably are. I'm thinking... You're a romantic comedy fan. No, he's a movie buff. I, oh, yeah, I watch movie everything, buff, yeah. so it's like, yeah. Um, if you recommend it, I'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Julia Roberts, my best friend's my best wedding. wedding. That was an odd ending, wasn't I've never it? Seen yeah. That one. So they basically, she doesn't get the guy at the end because the guy he's marrying Cameron Diaz, mm -hmm. but he was friends with Julia Roberts forever. 
um, so she meets Cameron Diaz and him and she tries to stop the wedding and she tries mm. to um, like come between them. But it turns out Cameron Diaz's character is an absolute pet. We love her. She And they're so good for each other. And then at the end, she just doesn't get the guy. And yeah. her best friend, who is a gay guy, comes to the wedding and they dance together and that's their happy ending. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm. it's like a different take on Nuance. it. It's still happy, yeah. but it's still like... It's yeah. still a little bit because isn't like the happy ending thing kind of depends on your perspective in it. It does because yes. it's like for who is it? Julia Roberts yeah. who was like the yeah. other. So she got a happy ending. Oh no, Cameron Diaz. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 So then you're like in those in those kind of situations, you're sort of like, oh, so they didn't actually end up together. Yes. She or he ended up with. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. So that's their happy ending. Absolutely. It's like... But it's not the main character's happy ending. Right. And we're kind of primed to project ourselves into the main character mm. and then expect everything to go well for them just because they're the main character. And that kind of means infringing on other people's boundaries and doing things that are actually morally questionable because like meeting your best friend again after several years, hearing that he's happy and getting married and then going no but I like you more and you should be with me because we've known each other longer that's a bit morally gray yeah that's yeah. a lot morally gray that's like I don't actually care about your love or your relationship mm. or your choices and that's like that's stuff that if you heard about like right now today that would actually be a really powerful movie still I think so yeah I think that that movie and that ending was ahead of its time in so its too. genre because it totally took the idea of a happy ending and turned it on its head and kind of said oh no that woman who you've been rooting for the whole time is the villain in another movie that stars Cameron Diaz over here like it's we're just looking at it from this other perspective um and I think that it gets written off as being you know just just a rom-com which bothers me because I love rom-coms and Mm -hmm. I know they're formulaic but that's what I like about them I'm like okay we're a third of the way through the movie, something bad's going to happen. Yep. Okay. The yeah. bad thing happened. There was some kind of misunderstanding and now everything's going to be roughed up by the end. Yeah. So I like that in romantic comedies. I like that too. Yeah. Yeah. I like getting a good cry out of them too. Oh, I yeah. Too. What was the last movie that you cried at? Um, oh, the the last thing I actually cried at wasn't even, it was like, a, there was a show on Netflix called Hollywood. Uh, okay. So it was like, it's like an imaginary like Hollywood in the 60s or whatever. Yeah. But like everyone that were like all the marginalized groups who didn't get their parts kind of got it at the end of it. Okay. And I was like, oh, this is, this is too happy for me. I just Aww. was like, just gonna stop crying. Aww. I was like, what? what? Wait a minute, what? 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 The black girl won like, won like nine Oscars? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that gay guy over there won like three best. Ah, oh, no. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, it was, uh, it, it's, yeah, it was too good to be true. Mm. But yeah, it was just too much for me. But it's nice to look at it and be like, at oh, least it's happening yeah. here. Yeah. Definitely. I should recommend it. I think, okay. it is, I think it's just called Hollywood. Mm. Yeah. I've heard it. I've heard yeah. of it. But now I'm just kind of obsessed with the idea of you at home crying over other people's happiness and just being really See, happy. it was locked down. I was, that's probably why, why actually. It's locked down. I was alone. I was like watching yeah. that. Watched the whole thing in like three days. 
Yeah. It was just like, I think emotionally, it was just too much. Yeah. <laughs> By the end of it, it was like, oh. I think you need that sometimes, though. You, like, do, you need you to do. go and have a good cry. Yes. About Feel someone that. else's problems and not your exactly, own problems. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Conversely, actually, the last thing I cried out was Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> the new one? That no. long ago? Oh, no, 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 no. I rewatched it. Ah, because right. like I got Disney Plus because like Beyonce. Mm. So like I, I have all of these movies now. Right. Mm. And I went back and I watched Doctor Doolittle on my own. Like cause like Matthew wouldn't come down and watch it with me because he was like, That's an old movie. Mm. Like my little brother. Um so I just sat in the living room and I was like, Memories. And look, the lion is saved. Aww. The lion had a tumor in his brain and now he's okay. I just I just wept. I don't know why. Yeah. I I think the last thing I cried at was I was listening to the Lion King soundtrack, the original one, and mm. it got to um one of the parts in it where there's just this big like emotional swelling moment. I think it's when Simba um sees Mufasa in the clouds and it's like this really beautiful like melody in it and I was just like and yeah I was gone that one that that oh my god gone like I wasn't watching the film I was just listening to the soundtrack and I was just like hold it together hold it together I had it on in the background while I was working like it was supposed to be helping me like get into work but I was just crying about lions again i guess <laughs> and you know i think i respect that thank you <laughs> it was yeah it was a tough day what was the last thing you cried at nile um uh, it doesn't take much to to make me cry f- at movies really um, yeah i didn't I think know maybe this year especially yeah <laughs> i think I, even last week some big mm. star wars fan i've always loved star wars i was watching the newest one rise of skywalker and i hadn't seen it for a long time um, well I hadn't seen it since I saw it in the cinema and I really had a bad impression of it and I watched it last weekend and I was like had a little cry and I was like it's about family and friendship oh. and the power of the people I was like there's lots to recommend here yeah. and they're just like people hugging each other basically yeah. not seeing each other afraid and you're just like oh, oh, that's yeah. all I wanted and the things you can't do as well they're like yeah. a simple hug you're yeah. like mm, I'm not allowed to do that yeah you know? no, that, that would do it for me yeah. I think yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I'm not able to watch anything too, like, realistic or anything like that. I'm not able to watch, like, um, just, like, documentaries and stuff. I'm just like, I can't at the moment. I used to be big into my, like, crime documentaries and stuff. And now I'm just like, the world is too much. Unsolved mm. mysteries. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true crime and all that. Like, yeah, love that. Leverage is coming back. I don't know. Um, leverage. leverage is a show uh, about people who are reformed criminals who decide that the justice system is too flawed for ordinary people to get justice Mm. and so they use all of their skills as thieves and grifters and like fighters and whatever and hackers and they just sort of live above the law but for the good of the people to sort of atone for their own personal regrets and and like that. yeah, it's really good. I discovered it by accident and it had this whole arc and it always like hit me because like the big bad at the end of the day was usually like big corporations mm. and like the capitalism as a system mm. and just or how... the justice system itself. Exactly. Yeah. And, and all these little ways in which like people just kind of get 
just screwed over by other people and they were there to intervene and sort of be um, really flawed avenging angels who themselves didn't think them that they were doing anything really good necessarily. Mm -hmm. They just knew they could help. Mm -hmm. So they did. And I just loved it. I just watched all every season for like a couple of months slowly because I didn't want to finish it too quickly. Um, And then I got my family hooked and then I stopped watching it because I was like, I've got one more season. Don't want to finish it. And they went ahead and they watched it. And then they rewatched it without me, which was betrayal, you know. <laughs> um, but it's coming back now. And I'm like, oh, I really need this right now, actually. So that's really, that's, that's a recommendation, actually, for if, you, if you're, like, tired and just need something that's like, oh, yeah. I, I can, it's like a revenge fantasy, but not a revenge fantasy, like it's it's like a an atonement fantasy yeah it's like a i want to believe in the good of people fantasy mm. i want to i want to believe that we can be good to each other without the current system and dynamics that are working fantasy mm. yeah i think that that's something that a lot of people are kind of flip-flopping about at the moment is that there is like this idea of good happening everywhere like all of these you know social movements that are going on and I think the the world is is feeling a lot more kind of divided and then people are just kind of I don't know cho- choosing to see the good things that are happening and maybe shutting out like the bad things that are happening mm-hmm. and I mean I, I know when when uh, I was talking to you um this is me talking to God knows um that we were talking about 2020 as this year of like for for you especially like such an amazing year musically and in your career and artistically and then also just you know everything else is on fire it's just such a year of like this this strange flip-flopping between emotions yeah absolutely and i think that's why we're tired as well is because you know in everybody's day there's a moment when you know even if it's just your pet that you're so happy that you have your pet or you're so happy that you finished that the series and it was exhilarating the mm. highs and the lows or you know you went shopping again and you were alive because mm. you feel like you did well you didn't touch anybody you wore you wore your mask or when we weren't wearing masks or you would just run in quickly get do what you need to do and come back um there's two great parts of your day so then the moment that you're like oh yeah snap we're in the middle of a pandemic, then your your emotions are then like the grief hits you again, you see. So so yeah, it, it's it's tough. And you know, the first thing when Andre asked me, like, how are you getting? I said, like, oh, I'm doing great. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny because I was like, How are you? And you were like, It's been such a good year. And then you were like, musically, musically. Everything else is awful. Now I knew what you, you meant. Know? <laughs> yeah.
can't say Irish Cade, we'll apart, call me sensei Irish Big girl energy, don't need a remedy Cause I'm the artist and the centerpiece Black girl Irish, can't say Irish Cade, we'll apart, call me sensei Irish Big man energy, don't need a remedy Cause I'm the artist, what? Liberated, liberated Look at everything that the father created I know I'm a king, I know I'm a places I'm not paying anyone rent for me to claim it I'm just realizing that like I could spend I can spend my day focusing on what's bad for me it's mm. for me like my biggest enemy in my day are uh Twitter and Instagram that's my Amen. enemies like that's mm-hmm. because the first thing I do when I wake up because obviously the group chats are also linked in with with some of those like Instagram is like where we have the group chats or Facebook we have the group chats but I try my best to avoid the feed because especially in the morning you know it's so much negativity mm. happening not just on on comments just you know we we see what's happening in 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 Lebanon or mm. things of that nature Beirut. like things that like your compassion your 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 empathy is just like compromised as soon as you open your eyes i don't want that to be the case so i try my best to like focus on something good immediately in the morning mm. so that's the thing where if i do that like if i start my day looking at the feed and then i have to go and do something else my day's kind of got a tinge of like something heavy yes yeah. so i try my best to not go in there straight away yeah <laughs> yeah charlie brooker has a good thing about that about you know an analogy about you know as a smoker uh he was uh he would get up in the morning and light up a cigarette and get into a shower and hold a cigarette outside while he was having a shower. Look, we've all been swap there. hands. <laughs> but, you know, the the nature of that addiction is the same as, like, our addiction to social media these mm. days because we get straight up. We, yeah. you know, you absentmindedly yeah. just, like, yep, scroll absolutely. through Twitter and see mm. what's going on. You're like, yep. you need to change that from something, mm. like, that can be quite toxic for you. And, I mean, you're not even awake sometimes yet. And yep. You're like, okay, I try. Mm. I tried before. I haven't done it for a while now, to be honest. But keeping my phone outside of my bedroom and even mm. downstairs and stuff like that, mm. that can really help where you don't mm. have the impulse then. Yeah. 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 Roll we over also, underneath I mean, the pillow. Boom. Yeah. In, in yeah. Ireland, we wake up um, just as the American news cycle is kind of happening to us. Like all yes. of like the, their daytime is happening during our nighttime. So we wake up to news from America, like, which there's obviously a lot of right now. And so it's the first thing you're seeing is just this negativity. I I remember, I I don't know if it was a video or a documentary or I read it somewhere, but it was about this kind of the, uh, your, a person's tolerance for like small trauma and it Mm -hmm. kind of building up. And so if you go online the first thing in the morning and you see, five things on Twitter that have pissed you off um, or five bad news stories, that's, you're already kind of up here with Mm. the amount that you're going to be able to handle before you snap. Mm. So if you leave your house then and then something actually bad happens, you're, you're like, you're ready to boil over before whereas if if you hadn't if you'd had like a really calm morning no twitter no Mm. negativity just like a nice space you you might be able to deal with like the real life stuff better um but i mean i i still 
do it. I, I, qu- I quit social media for a month during lockdown. And I, I think noticed. it was genuinely it's like dope. the happiest I was. Like it was amazing. It was really, really good. Um, and I got more done. Like mm. I, I, you know, like I, I read more and I learned more because this, this was during um, the kind of, it, it was maybe a week or two after we had our interview. So it was, there was a lot going on in terms of conversations with, with Black Lives Matter. And it got to the stage where I was like, me being on Twitter isn't activism. And I'm kind of been pretending like it is. Um, and me tweeting just isn't, it's not helping anybody. So I, ne- I need to leave and I need to go and I need to talk to people and do some work. But um, I sort of just fell back into it again now. And I'm like, I need to leave. <laughs> I you know. I completely like, I, I felt that sort of sense of responsibility at a certain point where like the world kind of seemed to be looking at me a lot more visibly um, than I've ever been seen in my life. And I was umbilically connected to social media um, because it felt like if I wasn't constantly saying, look at this, this is bad and it's really serious, um, then people would think that it wasn't. And it would be my fault because I dropped the ball and I stopped talking about it um, when in actual fact, I, uh, so this pandemic is like really, it's two tiered, you know, there's like a virus with physical impact, but then there's also the emotional impact of grief and loneliness and loss that we're all experiencing. And then for us really it became three-tiered because it was physical health and the insecurity of the compromise that we were discovering you know our immune systems might not handle this our families are really on high alert because of this we're grieving um i lost family members um in the last couple of months um and then you know loneliness um job insecurity like career insecurity um and then and then i have to fight to explain every time i'm in a public space not only um why i don't think blackness and irishness contradicts each other um but from the very bottom I, i i was reaching into old lectures that my professors had given me trying to find ways to explain racism um and and I'm not a teacher and I'm not an academic and um it became this thing of this very toxic thing of if I don't always have the right words and if I don't always show how things connect and find easy ways to give um an explanation or a soundbite or a nugget of wisdom and I do it in this way so that these people feel like they're represented properly um and maybe cry but maybe also don't cry because that makes you look weak and and maybe do it that it it became really like my brain could not handle it um my heart couldn't handle it i i just got to a point where i was like this will kill me you know like being forced to live in this traumatized space and not being allowed to express or experience joy in case that seems to other people to contradict 
the the gravity of what I'm trying to communicate. Mm-hmm. Like that's an actual impossible task. And it's um, at that point that I started playing D&D really regularly mm-hmm. because I was like, I need escape. Um, and there's something that became really powerful about saying, oh, the world sees me as a particular kind of person. But I'm nuanced and I actually know myself and I'm allowed to be a moon elf monk (laughs) who wears chaps with his ass out and like just comes with witty quips all the time. I'm allowed to be a tiefling bard and burn everything I see because the song calls for it and actually my genre is metal. (laughs) I am allowed to be a paladin oathbreaker because I want to. You're one. You've gone deep. I have. <laughs> I am a nerd, and <laughs> and I had to because like it was there that I was really allowed to like express parts of my character that I didn't feel like I was allowed to express anymore because like I was I was I was saying things outside of like my personal close world building relationships that were so serious. Can I just say how uh, impressive and how uh, proud I was to see uh, both Merle and Denise hold that space Mm. um, in that time, because I believe like uh, amongst, you know, massive, massive shout out to Erica Cody, uh, massive shout out to, um, Celavid uh, Mai, there's loads of other people who are also just speaking. Um, a lot of amazing allies like uh, like Tyke, uh, mm. you know, from uh, Melty Brains, Sim Sima, mm. Junior Special. Shout out to you, Broski. We love you. But um, it was a lot of people just, just being brave. I think that bravery really was um, important. Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, it's like I was saying, it's like by trying to explain these things, it's like you're digging out old wounds and, you know, they're mm-hmm. now scars, but like you're making them wounds again mm-hmm. in order for people to be like, this is real. I just want you to know that I've been in pain for ages. Look at this scar. Yeah. It's not a scar because you're saying it and you're punching me where I was hurt. So mm-hmm. why are you doing this for? Um, but um, it was it for me, it was like, wow, like. The lads are like, they're, they're, they're not letting up. It was really, really, it was really cool. I was mm. like, this is really, really awesome. Like, mm. I, I as their friend, was like, bro, this is, this is awesome. Yeah. Like, it's really important. Like, not to be like at the tail end of something and going, yeah, end. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's just to be one of the first people saying we need to do better is it was for me like I was like yeah we do even me like I'm gonna go home and try and sort my life out yeah, <laughs> yeah. and that that was like that was a really important time for us because like we would we would um this was this was during like phase two had just broken or something like that mm-hmm. and we would be in Merle's apartment sitting around the table with tea in our hands just and there was a lot of silence um, and we cried a lot 
like something it was social like, distance crying by the way yeah come yeah. through <laughs> yeah, but, but that's so hard you can't even it hug. was you, you can't, can't yeah. we would we would just like look at each other and that's that's also this like this was a wild 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 time because there the grief that we experienced was so deep i remember we had this one conversation where we were talking about the loneliness of disappointment and watching our community spaces um two-step between wanting to say something and speak and being a bit clumsy but well-meaning and how much yeah relief and joy it gave us to see people who clearly didn't know just sort of not even reach out to us just want to try mm-hmm. you know just just they love us and they don't need to touch base they just yeah. were like i hear you and so i'm just going to do something about it and it was small things but we noticed mm-hmm. um and by the same token we also noticed every single time there was pushback or challenge or essentially gaslighting um and victim blaming over people who were just kind of like well, you've taken it up until now. What has changed? Mm-hmm. Um, and and there was personally for me, like, and maybe for you guys too, like a lot of like personal digging and and yeah. and rebuilding and confidence rebuilding. Cause Absolutely. I was always like, okay, why haven't I said anything before? What's going on? And I had to just be like, I'm not even 30. No, but that's really important, actually. And I, I don't want to say it that way because age doesn't really make a difference. Mm. But I was think, I was thinking to myself that, like, the time when all of these things were happening were part of, like, a really formative but also adolescent time in my life mm-hmm. when I was trying to figure out who I was as a human being. Yeah. And I wanted security and social, like, connections with people. And there are so many ways in which I betrayed myself and didn't say things in personal relationships with people at the time and like let someone have like an inner black woman and played into caricatures and stereotypes because Ireland in the early noughties would was willing to accept me with caveats and I said okay I accept some of these caveats because I need to have a life here I'm small I'm nervous I'm really aware that I'm not able to progress in this country unless I cater to whiteness in some capacity. Um, and I, I was really conscious of that while we were talking and and while we were looking at Ireland as a country taking a step back, I was like, there are so many black people who rely on the kindness and on the yeah. attention and on the graciousness of whiteness to survive within a white institution. Yeah. And so there are things that they can't and shouldn't say because it puts them at risk on a very like technical mechanical how i live my life and access money food safety shelter level that um no not everyone can grab the mic like that and there are points in my life where i realized that i was in such a precarious situation work-wise or just even within a school that you you just shouldn't put yourself out there before you're safe um because then you're doubly at risk right then it's like the risk of um actual violence in the streets because someone doesn't like what you say right Mm -hmm. 
Jackie Chan's in the stadium. Jackie Chan in his cranium. If he could, he'd be schooling him and live again, carry on through holograms. Roaches on my timeline. They don't like me, but they want mine. My iris is the color of a stop sign. Unlike my missus, I am not fine. Sticks are higher than a cow on cannabis. I stay on side in the clear like where the banner is. Laugh aloud just to cover up the cowardice that I resulted from investing where the mana is. I see you get away with things that I never will. I close my eyes hoping I'm dreaming, but I know it's real. Buying time to plan my get out. Jordan Peele, why the daily news say he can't? I'll be man of steel. My arms strong from holding back on all fronts. I know tongues that have reached spots it's saw ones. Unbeknown to hot spots, I kept mum. Spare your kids the wrath. If you're that dumb We were shooting uh, the music video for The Culture And there was this uh, scene that we shot In the middle of uh, What's that place called Arthur's again? Key yeah, Park. in Arthur's Key Park And uh there was this guy who kept approaching us and giving us funny looks and blah, blah, blah. And he had a bike and he asked us for like a cigarette and we're just like, <laughs> we, yeah. we, yeah, we're doing other things. We don't have the, the means to facilitate you. Um, but he just sort of kept on circling us and hovering around us. And eventually in the middle of shooting one of uh, the scenes, Merle's sitting on a step and rapping and we're giving him like a clear distance and letting him do his thing. This guy goes and sits directly next to him um with the camera very clearly in his face and we're like i don't know does he want to be a part of the the shoot yeah. and and we were all very like oh, i mean okay i guess we can facilitate you um and this situation escalated it went from someone sitting down next to merley to having a chat, <laughs> having a chat yeah. to while i was clearly rapping yes the camera and the cameras are big, you know. The cameras yeah. are not like little phone cameras or even like a like a polar. No, this is a very big production, like as big as you can make it with five people, right? And 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 suddenly he sees that we're just kind of not really able to cater to a conversation to him or something. Yeah. He gets angry, looks at the camera, and starts going off about how he didn't consent to be filmed. And we're like, the, the thing is, we actually we asked at that point, you know, when he was in. Oh yeah, we did bring it up. Yeah, he came yeah. into the shop, and so we asked. Um, sorry, we we're, we're actually filming here. Uh, are you? Is that okay with you? And he said yes was, first. He he, he like, said he, he said something. It's almost like he didn't hear it properly, but then he was like, "What? Of course not." Yes, and, that's what it was. Oh, cool. So we're just gonna move over here. So, oh, we, no, so right. we will move out no, of no, your actually, way. The director asked, like, um, so is it okay if we ask you to just like move to that side a little bit? And that's when like he was just emboldened. Like, yeah. Like, you know, a sense of like, what? In my own town? Yeah. You can't uh, tell me what to do. In my own city. Yes. Like, I'm from here. Like, oh, okay. was what he said. This is right. What this, is about. <laughs> this is what this is about. Right. So this escalates, right? Because it goes from, hey, can you move? And then he starts to get gully and fuel himself. And <laughs> the whole time, I just remember you, like Merlin and Godna is going, bro, you know the way these guys talk, bro. Uh, my Don, my guy, do you mind? Is it okay? Okay. And then, and then we see that he's really about to get like 
you know, he wants he wants this conversation and he wants this fight. So G says, have a nice day, right? And we're moving. We're actually walking away. Have a nice day is repeated six or seven times even mm-hmm. to increasing like just vitriol from this guy. Um, and then he does something. He made like a move as if to lunge for the camera. Um, like he was just he was just staring yeah, at he us. Threatened to throw the camera into the the river. Yeah, he was staring us down. He was looking at me. He wouldn't look away. Yeah. He threatened to throw the camera and Steve and me into the river. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I was like, what did I even say? I can't remember what I said or even did. But like there was now shouting, and I don't shout at people. But I was like, no, post COVID. I'm grieving, I'm tired, I'm not even sure if I'm gonna be considered like a musician first after all of this and that's causing me pain. I'm like with my friends, we're shooting a music video. This is the first cool thing I've done in a really long time. I'm happy, I'm not catering to this, Mm -hmm. I'm not having this. Um, So I step in front of the camera and then Merle, for the first time in my life, I see Merle angry. Okay, and this is like, this is like, it's like seeing, uh, sorry. It's like, it's like having Santa Claus give out to you, (laughs) for real. It's like looking Santa Claus in the face and having him say, I will fight you and like I hate you. He took like, the mask. Man, <laughs> man, because like if you don't know Merle, Merle is calm. Merle is gentle. Merle the the fierceness of Merle comes out on a stage. You know, the the fierceness of Bo is what you see when he's performing and there's fire there because like even when you're angry, um there's like a if anyone has ever consistently taken the high road mm-hmm. do you know ever consistently just gone this is beneath me it's Bo. but that day it was like uh, we boiled over and it was like i'm i'm just not doing this anymore he followed us he yelled and then as soon as the guys got gully it's like he wasn't listening to me but g and merley start talking and all of a sudden it's like oh no like that's not what this is about now yeah. you can't you can't make me out to be a racist we're like Pfft. it's like literally three black people in front of you you're not doing this with anybody else in yeah. this space there were a lot of people there we were like nah mm. and you're following us around no okay no mm. refuse um and that coupled with like a few different other things just kind of made me go wow uh this is not just for the internet Mm-hmm. You know, we've made people angry. We've made people really upset and discontent. And they are willing to do something about it now that lockdown is easing. Um, and for a couple of weeks afterwards, and this is why the Erica Cody thing was really serious to me, I was noticing that there were people who weren't vocal on social media, but were challenged and provoked by everything that they were seeing and were really grieving over the fact of like, looking at an Ireland that was no longer theirs to define and control solely and wanted to express their anger, Mm -hmm. usually on the first person that they saw. And it was becoming real. It was like my friends leaving groceries at Tesco because like people were yelling and screaming at them. Mm. It was me not wanting to walk out on my own, like, because I don't want to, I don't want to be seen on my own own and indefensible like in case something happens to Mm -hmm. me 
um, my mom would go on Twitter and search my name at a certain point or on YouTube and she would find things that would like hurt her and wound her and she'd be like, don't go and look at your comments, but what are we gonna do about this? And do we need to install CCTV at the house? Mm -hmm. And what are you getting in your private messages and things like that, you know, where I was like, I'm not even that, like, do you know, like I'm not that big yet. Like mm -hmm. I shouldn't be thinking about installing yeah. CCTV yeah. in my house. Yeah. And like until, and I would really kind of almost rather that it was for like, do you know, someone who just likes me so much that they're like an actual stalker and like, <laughs> oh no, I'm just so famous. Oh dear, I have to install CCTV. It's like, no, racists want to hurt me. Yeah. You know, and I'm 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 visible and Eric is mm. visible and Tolu and Selavi and you're visible, Bo, mm. and like Jay Yellow is visible and Jafaris is visible. And so it's like just by virtue of doing music, there's this target on your back because you your face is there. Mm. Um yeah. and you're seen to like represent something that you didn't sign up to represent. You didn't sign up to be a spokesperson mm. for black Irish people and mm. uh, well because know. I can't be. Yeah. Not not because it's not um not because it's it's not like a good and honorable thing to um be permitted the space to speak mm. um where other people can't. Um, that's just responsibility. You know, that's what I would ask any 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 guy in like a, a position of power I'm asking to do yeah. um, what I'm doing now because it's like I have privileges as like a black person in a space where white people listen to me. So I'm mm -hmm. gonna use them to see if I can like make space for other people who don't have that. But also while stressing, it is impossible for me to advocate for the needs of everyone Yeah, because I cannot, inhabit that many experiences and i don't have the range yet mm. to encapsulate those experiences because i am a musician yeah. <laughs> and i i work with words work. i work with music right bo like yeah. it's like this isn't what we're trained to do professionally but we almost have like to have like on the job like quality control and training and like yeah. every every two seconds like oh did i say that right did yeah. i did i say that in a way that will help or harm people mm. am i am i still using this space responsibly mm. i'm a theory or a concept this is in me i know what i'm about and yeah i'm the chosen one i know the one who's making the choice call me a diva a prima ballerina but i'm still on point uh, them man that can't vex me them man that can't stress me in the scene like you really bring that grease with your one two threes talk about muhammad ali oh yeah i'm the best mc what's female rap like you really want it with me can you really step to me with your one two three talk about muhammad ali blah blah i'm the best mc dismissed we're raising the bar so you are never gonna be missed shell 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 because all i want to do is see his what's irish rap it's a sound that you can't predict Limerick City on the next movement. We're raising the bar so you are never gonna be missed. 
Shout, 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 cause all I wanna do is see hits. What's Irish rap? It's a sound that you can't predict. Limerick City. What angry? Call me angry. Can't dispute me, so call me anti. Don't vex me. And there's, there's, no, there's no expectation for white musicians to be musician slash activist, whereas it is kind of assumed that if you are a black musician, that you are speaking to those those things and those topics and and speaking kind of for a community mm. whereas the the option is there for white musicians but it's not for yeah like black musicians but also like musicians of color in in, in kind of in, in other ways as well and it's yeah it's that option thing that is very odd it's strange and and also then when white musicians do kind of do the the activism thing they get such a big pat on the back for it and it's you, you know it's like you, this person is using their privilege and that's and that's a good thing it's only ever a good thing to be doing that but it's just the the skewedness of it is um really stark i think yeah and it's kind of scary as well because you're like because there was some point I, I was actually just thinking looking back on my own work mm. and i'm like almost every release so far i've addressed these issues throughout my career like for the whole time for the whole time this isn't new (laughs) then i'm looking at the people that i kind of look up to like you know a lot of the black artists that are critically acclaimed Mm -hmm. a lot of their work also (laughs) straddle those those lines Mm -hmm. like yeah it's like because it's just our life yeah but that is the thing because but then it's like then there's the other side of the black experience that mm. that also just joy and just the fun side of it but it's almost like that side it needs to be kind of ignored because we still got yeah. a fight mm-hmm. right and, and, and it just it's, at some point it just feels so like disheartening in a way because you're like yes so technically i'm probably just gonna keep rapping and saying about these things for and that's horrific. Another forty years, yeah. or maybe for the rest of my career. That's, that's, yeah. that's what it is. So, by virtue of that I'm, I'm an activist, yeah, without you know, yeah. <laughs> and I don't say that's horrific because that's yeah. a bad thing to do. But no, it's no, be, no. it's like it's like um, it's like for me as if someone had asked me to rap about sexual violence for my whole yeah. career. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like that. Yeah. It's that level of. Do you really expect me to go to that place? every time i touch a microphone because it might it it might come from a pure and healthy place of me just naturally exploring things but if it becomes an expectation and there's pressure on it then suddenly it feels like i am exploiting or just hanging out my trauma to dry for everybody to sort of pick at and go okay oh this was this was this was some good black pain like this was something that i really learned from thank you so much and it's like i don't really have the capacity to be like uh, a teaching moment all Mm -hmm. the time my 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 actual activism sometimes looks like a song that doesn't talk about racial violence at all you know because that is the expression of like a form of defiance that comes when you go yes this and this you know yes this and i get to not think about it and i get to play DD for a week straight and i get to write and i got my whole let me in glue Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean like i get to make music that's about more than pain Mm -hmm. um 
and that too is is credible like i i really hope that uh music and musicians don't start to like lump black music into like credible and non-credible depending on yeah. the topics yeah. that we start yeah, to yeah. cover because yeah. it's like let's not turn this into like an elitist out- art house thing mm. where like i i have to be like the black and white french film and someone else is like that the happy go lucky rom- yeah. rom-com and someone else is like the star wars film like can we just enjoy cinema I mean, do you know i think that beyonce's career had that sort of strange turning point at lemonade where people were like oh i mean she, she was obviously before she was beyonce mm. like she was you know the queen of the world but when when lemonade came out it was like this these conversations that kind of they did make me a little bit uncomfortable people being like oh well, she's she's now finally speaking about something real and it's like i mean yes she's speaking about real experiences and she has gone in, in this different direction and speaking truth that that she knows and she feels but it doesn't make anything that she has done up until this point yes. you know not not as important because just yeah. by virtue of being a black woman in america in the 1990s yes. and being beyonce is is it's, it's a huge deal it's huge like it's it's this amazing thing but then there was just this kind of yeah this idea of you know added credibility when she started talking about mm. the issues and it's it, it, it's it's like you said it's that idea of oh this is some good black pain yeah it it, it, it really uh, yeah something about that made me really uncomfortable when it happened and i love lemonade like, i i love everything that she's like i i i could <laughs> recite to you beyonce's whole cat catalog from mm. destiny's child up until like black is king mm. um beyonce is and always will be one of my major influences because no matter what she has done in her career she has done it consistently yeah. to a point of excellence yeah. as a black woman mm. that alone whether you appreciate the music or not is momentous historically yeah Yeah. do you know like it's 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 a very very big deal and at the point at which she started speaking about herself politically um i just want to stress that it was not a inviting space globally to talk about blackness that was 2016 absolutely that was was 2016 by the time like we're looking at things in hindsight we're looking at things from the perspective of like the environment that we live in now yeah and going why didn't this and this person this and this black person say something before um these people are just people you know the buck doesn't actually always stop with like the artist and we know that you know there's an industry surrounding us and there are connections and political like things that happen around music itself that means a song gets released an album gets released or it doesn't it gets shelved um and sometimes if you make someone uncomfortable you're not able to progress the way you want to when when like uh, Beyonce actually came out with her self titled album Beyonce, mm-hmm. there was a lot of discourse about what makes real blackness, mm. um, what makes good credible black people black, you know, um, and she was actually described as like a musical terrorist by one of my favorite academics, Bell Hooks. Um, was she? She was, yeah. Um, because like even when it comes to like, I would love to stress forever that blackness is envisioned differently by different people Mm -hmm. um and just like any kind of humanness 
it there's there's variation in the way everybody will express both pain and experience um i really connect to both a beyonce and it bell hooks mm. they give me things mm. um individually that are very important to seeing myself as a whole human being um but i it, it came to really sharp relief that beyonce saying i'm a feminist was a really subversive thing to say back in the day um because beyonce to that point had survived and her she'd gotten to that point in her career by being the universal common denominator mm. and by doing pop music really well really really well because everybody could see themselves or feel like they had some sort of connection with or entitlement to a beyonce yeah um and because of her solange is allowed to be solange um and because of her janelle monet can be janelle monet and because there is a standard set that like the door opened everybody else could just do other things and not be so um controlled mm. and rigid and careful because she's uh what other people see as plastic i i definitely read as caution throughout her whole career i'm being yeah. careful about how i do things careful about what i say careful about the opportunities i have and careful that my personality doesn't eclipse what i want to achieve and then she achieved it yeah and then she said i'm a person so i'm not for everybody my my parents protested my parents were part of the civil rights movement i am a mother I am a person from America who has a history of and a heritage of my ancestors being enslaved. Mm -hmm. So I have a disconnection from home and I have personal grievances and traumas that I need to start exploring. And now that it's safe enough to explore topics outside of my marriage and outside of my immediate experiences, I can start to to make a formation. I can make a flawless. I can rap. Mm -hmm. I can um like we're we're experiencing someone who's actually allowing themselves a sense of liberation as a woman, as a black woman, as whatever else she is, um and actually even just as a mother watching Beyoncé do what she does is really powerful. Yeah. Because aren't we always kind of like encouraged to lose our identities and our family and our like marriages and in our children mm -hmm. at the point that those identities become part of us but she's still saying hey i'm myself i i want to go back to ghana and to nigeria and to south africa i want to work with disney to take this story of a young prince who lost his way and had to find his way back home and turn it into an analogy mm -hmm. for um a black diasporan pain mm -hmm. um which might not be universal but is personal yeah you know is real is felt um and is ultimately something that m me and we watched it together the three of us mm -hmm. and and it really rejuvenated um my pen like i want to write and make music and dream and have fun again mm -hmm. because talking about blackness can really just also be <laughs> full of pride mm -hmm. you know it can be full of like silliness and like it can be loosely a remake of the lion king yeah it can be yeah. um really unexpected like maybe maybe i will 
be the fulcrum. I'm not saying anything. Okay, I'm just. Right. I was just gonna say <laughs> that that maybe when you Spill look at it. me, you should see the the intersection at which Tolkien meets Tupac. Well, Do I know? remember when when I <laughs> when I interviewed you a couple of months ago, and we I think we immediately started talking about the Lord of the Rings. We or did. Something. It was it was like way sooner in the conversation than I expected it to be. And I and I was I, I was talking to you about it, and then I remember I was you know transcribing afterwards and kind of getting everything in my head, and then I was just like. I really hope that she starts rapping about fantasy stuff because that would be amazing. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, heck yeah. I already like have. That said. Yeah, <laughs> no, like... It, it's, there's space for that and I really <laughs> want it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's like the thing that I loved about um, Down that we did. Yes, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, it's always yeah. there if you're listening to what I'm rapping about mm, yeah. ever. Like, you'll never yeah. escape the fact that I am who I am. Yeah. But like, particularly like in Down, we like went hard and I was like this is such a gully song. Mm -hmm. I want to be grimy. I want to be like all of these things and kind of a bit gully, but I also want to be silly. I want to use references that make you go, did she say Bilbo Baggins? Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Do you know? Like, yeah. Because I did. He's cool. Yeah. Do you know? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I meant what I said and I said what I meant. Mm. God knows he's laughing at me. <laughs> no, just, just, just the, but that's the thing because it's like a lot of the time in the studio, I'd be like, what is, who's that? Yeah. What's all these references like Okage and all of these? Yeah. Just like, okay. Oh yeah, all the One Piece and Naruto references exactly. and all of these. Yeah, yeah. So like, but but that's 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 really cool. Like, I mean, I mean, I don't think any of us kind of like shy away from the reality of our experiences. So mm. like, and, and and that's that's fine. But also, what you want is like you don't want that to you don't want your art to then get lost in just that. Because you also, as a human, just the same way, like, you know, like, as much as I care about my diet, I also like sweets sometimes, you know, oh, like, yeah. I like, yeah. I like a tub of ice cream, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I probably yeah. like that more than I actually like my veggies, but the reality yeah. of it is, yeah. Like, yeah, the vegetables are important. So Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I got to do that too. But I think my life is like that. My, my whole experience for it to be full and complete um, it's got to have all these other sides of me too. Yeah. Which is why my next record is going to be a dance album with me just singing out of tune all the way throughout and from start to finish. Dear yes. T-Pain Merlin. And my next Come music through. video is going to be me just like, you know, choreographed dancing all the way through. Yes, like, it's just like, you know, you just got to see that too. Yeah. Um, I mean, so yeah, it's just, just, you know, just got to throw that in there. Yeah. 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 Man like me, you ain't never seen a man like me. Big guilty, make a little man cry. True man like gum when he's got no teeth. Said man like me, man like me, you ain't never seen a man like me. Big guilty, make a little man cry. True man like gum when he's got no teeth. You ain't got no teeth. You ain't got no teeth. All but no bite. You ain't got no teeth. You ain't got no teeth. All but no bite. You ain't got no teeth. You ain't got no teeth. All but no bite. You ain't got no teeth. You ain't got no teeth. Hey, a man chat saying that I gotta stay in the kitchen but can't step up to the plate. That's what it takes to eradicate your masculinity. You didn't have much anyway. Gonna crawl to my goals if you're shooting for my kneecaps. Dreams got me covered like a kneecap. Got my own lane and I'm sticking around like a prefab. Trust me, fam. Yeah, man, dead. Give life to the garbage excuse, man, a trash, but it's bare. Bare compost when bare man post. I know sexism, sexism don't know you. I know classism, classism don't know you. I know racism, racism don't know you. Big up for the girl them in here. The 
and never tear another girl down in here. If they don't put some respect on your name, you have the right to go mad in here. Big up all the mandem in here, eyes wide open and wear in here. Even with the waist men cloud in the air, there's too many men on my team to get like me. Man like me, you ain't never seen a man like me. Do you guys want to know a secret? Like, yes. which isn't too much of a secret, but like, do you know a man like me? Mm-hmm. So I did that with Sim Simmer. Yeah. Um, I think you'll like this. Okay. So like, man like me, uh, lyrically, was born after I watched The Lord of the Rings. Oh. I think I was watching The Two Towers. And I was watching Eowyn, <gasps> shield maiden of Rohan, <laughs> meeting the king, right? And there's this prophecy, whatever. And he goes, yeah, but no man can defeat me. And she was like, I am no, no man. man, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Well, that's my favorite thing yeah. I've ever heard. And, and, and when, when you listen to grime music, um, that man there and blah, 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 mm. blah, blah. It's a slang term. Mm. It's, it can be a really encouraging thing or it can be a really dismissive thing depending on what you're talking Or it could just mean that person over there, mm-hmm. right? Um, but it's definitely all default language. And I was like, she flipped that on its head. She took it to a different place. And I was like, man like me. Man yeah. like me. <laughs> yes. That's because amazing. everything is connected. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think even, even when you listen to a song like Chyla, which has just like, it, it's everywhere at the moment. And I'm so happy that like I, I walk into my kitchen and it's on the radio and I'm like, I know her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there's there's such a kind of a, a playfulness in the way that you approach music, I think. and. Like that, that, that song is just such a, like, you can hear that you are smiling at points in that song. And I think that that's something that is so kind of, it's, it's what kind of drew me to it immediately. I was like, oh my God, she sounds like she's having so much fun. And she's like, the tongue is firmly in the cheek there. And it's like, there's a wink there. And it's like, a hmm. And it's, yeah, it's just that that kind of like sense of joy where it's like, yes, I'm I'm talking about something that has really, really deep roots, but I'm just, I'm going to bring it up here so that it's a, we we can talk about it in this fun space and in this kind of playful way. And I think that that's, it's, yeah, it's. Big fan. Big fan of your work. <laughs> thank, you, thank you very much. Oh, I loved I love that. Like this has been actually such a crazy thing. People keep asking me in the middle of a pandemic, are you sad that your career is like you're not able to do things? And I mean, yeah, I want a gig really badly. Um but I also we could never have anticipated what Chyla did. Yeah. I no. didn't I didn't I didn't know. That was like I was just saying, like, that was an introduction song to, like, the project that's coming, yeah. which is a mixtape and not an album. Um, yep. It's a mixtape and not an album. Remember those? <laughs> mixtapes. Less pressure. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it's like, I, I there was, like, um, an article uh, that they, and I, I, I could talk to you guys forever, so maybe we'll, like, finish soon. But, like, there was an article uh, that came. Oh, really? You also have to leave as well. Yes. As well. No, no, Eventually. This is a long time coming. Yeah. It is. It is. So like, okay, so the the oh, no, I'm I and I'm I'm going to have like a a moment of like just I don't know if this is going to sound like I have notions. Who cares? I'm seeing my friends for the have first notions. time in ages. I need to celebrate this with you. I so, demand a notion. Oh, really? Yes, okay. Okay, go. I can give you one. Yes. Uh, kind of. <laughs> um the the official Irish charts, right? They oh, released yes. this article 
the other day. And like, I, there I am seeing my name, right? And it's like, Denise Chyla is the highest charting female soloist mm. of 2020 so far. I screamed. I'm still screaming. Why not? That's yeah. not yeah. Like, like... That's well-deserved. But like, from where? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. that's like, um, like, 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 huh? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, out of, out of, out of, out of the clear blue sky, yeah. like this song that we were like, okay, this is like a nice introduction. You're talking about your name. Maybe people will like it. It's a fun song. Like, and no joke, like it was even like, cause I remember when we did a track listing of like the, the, the mixtape, then it, it, it was actually called Intro. Yes. <laughs> really? Yeah. It, it, it was called Intro. It was like, intro. Yeah. <laughs> and at some point we were like, can we just call it Chyla? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah i still have it as the master version is still intro like i still have it there wow so, yeah, yeah but it changed our life yeah like Funny. it's it's changing our life and it's like the the way people are like connecting to it like we were in the car the other day and um eve eve song came on oh yeah like <laughs> who's yeah. that girl yes and then and then we're also listening to like miss dynamite and i was like this has been done before. Oh, I like I belong to a my... canon of like yes, yeah. stuff. And this is like asserting your name. Do you yeah. know what yeah. I mean? And it's so exciting not only to I don't know why, but it's really exciting to not be original. Like it's really exciting to feel like I've learned something yeah. and I'm like a part of a thing that's been done before and I can um actually like give people like like my little business card and be like, ha ha ha. Yeah. It's not Chile. It's yeah, really, and you know what? It's not chinchilla either. Chinchilla, <laughs> <laughs> and my first name isn't Dennis either. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, maybe it's worth it's actually worth saying that I think sometimes like people try too hard. Yeah. That's yeah. what like, you know because it's like I think sometimes you're like oh, so Denise, but she oh, I don't know if it's the the English. Denise, yeah. So yeah. Maybe she pronounces be. it differently. Yeah, yeah. Denise. Yeah. I, I've had Denise before. Mm. Um, <laughs> which, do you know, it was. It's kind of like the Andrea Andrea complex, yes, exactly, right? Where yeah, it's like yeah. fancier. So actually, I was feeling myself. I like tossed my hair behind yeah. my shoulder, and I was like, "Oh, if you like, Denise." Oh, yeah, if, if people call for me, a <laughs> if people call me Andrea or Andrea, I'm like, "Yes, good sir, <laughs> welcome to my castle." But it's just, it's not my name. Well, <laughs> you know, so, yeah. you know, it's like the Keen Peel uh, sketch. Yes! Be nice, D nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the the Denise to nephew, you know, come. <laughs> they come quick and fast yeah. like that's like a thing for my whole life like it's just uh. yeah but that's yeah yeah can i couldn't have i couldn't have anticipated dad comes home sometimes and he's like oh people stopped me in the on the hall at the hospital like he's at the regional in limerick and they're like chyla that's not a very common name do you happen to know a, a chyla on the radio like yeah. she's <laughs> do you know and 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 he's like you know people patients pronouncing my name correctly has improved by wow. like 500 i'm like good for us yeah good for all of us and mom is in ennis hospital as well and she's like people keep asking me about you and bringing me the paper and saying that that's Aww. you and i feel really happy because i know i gave them a lot of anxiety because I left school mm. um, and maybe one day I'll return. But like, I don't really have the same anxiety and in agony over school it. Now, I am. I actually, I use my degree every day when I write. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I use, I use both of my degrees all the time every day. And it's like so nice and rewarding, but like kind of weird to know that like 
I essentially went to school for the library and for my for my professors and for like my lectures and just to like make connections with people Mm. and and now that like I'm in this position and I can like just like breathe and look at what my music is doing I'm like okay I'm making my mom proud and my dad likes my music and and they know what I'm trying to do and I'm not like inaccessible to them but also I don't really have to be like anyone else and Mm. I can just say things in my tone of voice and what I care about and then a song like Chyla can do the numbers that it's doing even though i was like but this is just my name like before we even released it i was thinking to myself gosh the specificity of the song probably means that it's not going to really hit that hard (laughs) you know because it's very specifically about a specific name uh, that isn't very common to this part of the world yeah and maybe uh it can just be like a under the radar thing and now it's sitting at number eight Mm -hmm. like Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> like, well, that's the work you've been putting in this year, you know? Yeah, you guys, like the three years have been yeah. doing unreal things. All like, that I couldn't even imagine twenty twenty without, without your output. You know, it's like we would have oh, been so different. Yeah, we been not as nourishing. Yes, creatively and uh, just generally, especially you just you just haven't stopped this year. Yeah, <laughs> no, we haven't. <laughs> Do what I want with the pronouns. Keep it low key on my profile. I raise the bar when I come through. You already know it's gonna go down. My name's not that hard to pronounce. Pre-K, it's not profound. C H A I L A. Sound the words out. It's not Chile, it's not Chilala. Not a hard pill to swallow. Chile or Chilea, Chia, Chila, Dilla, that's not my name. Say my name. I've got drive, don't need gas. Wanna go far, not go fast. Chemical X when I power up. Turn back now, hard pass. I don't go Dutch when I checkmate. I keep the banner on my chest plate. All these takes so lukewarm. You should just say it with your chest mate. It's not Chile, it's not Chilala. Not a hard pill to swallow. Chile or Chilea, Chia, Chila, Dilla, that's not my name. <laughs> say my name. Yeah, but it, it's funny that it feels like, you know, like we're, we're probably stepping into like the busiest period yes now, we are you know yeah from, we are from kind of like this week till i don't know when but um i think it's also like uh it's been years of working towards kind of this yeah moment. yeah you haven't just been working hard yes. this year exactly yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it's just like because even for me that was that, that was it was kind of good that you know um i've kind of made that transition into like okay rapper slash producer fully again for incredible, the second time you know, because so like, i kind of let go of that for a few years to just focus on the art of just like perfecting my rapping skills or whatever um could i interrupt you for a second yeah Merley is too humble and he doesn't brag about himself enough Merley is an incredible producer like incre- everything that you've ever heard me put out um as denise chayla is what Merley has given to me um, he's also really incredible with film. Merle is an incredible dancer. He is an actor. He is a rapper to such high technical skill and degree that it's actually a bit scary to like think that he's not only my brother, but he's my mentor. Um, it's incredible to think that, do you know, like I, I feel like 
am in the company of God knows and Merley. Like I am like flanked by two actual kings right like owning their own nations and generals and veterans and just able to just like international superstars that the world hasn't discovered yet and they like both kind of like have their hands on my shoulders and are able to like care for me and nourish me and steer me in the directions that like are best for me whilst also being like but what do you think like what do you want and they don't you don't brag about yourself enough because like you're clearly like i'm gonna say you're they're like one of the best you're clearly one of the best (laughs) (laughs) no that's good that's like look thank you Uh, i'm horrible at this (laughs) but um no i think i think like sometimes when you like uh, as a child of hip-hop like you focus so much on like the technical side of things and then eventually that turns into just you seeking validation from the forefathers of this art form, right? And then, but that doesn't, realistically, it doesn't come. And so you just continue to like prefer your art in that sense, like, okay, okay, how can I make these lines more intricate? Yeah. But the reality is like the average person listening doesn't really care that much. Mm. <laughs> but, 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 but it's cool. I like that part of it too. Because I care. Exactly. Yeah. So the God knows his <laughs> yeah. care. You know, it's like, yeah. I know the mangoes care. You know, so it's yeah. like, that's important to me. But also, um, I'm not just that. I'm I'm a fan of music, period. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's why it's important to me. Like, I kind of feel like I'm still learning so much. And even having some of the Denise and the team now on board fully, I'm learning. Like, because the confidence you you could just jump on a track like Chayla and just literally make it look like it's just a song about your name. But then there's so many elements to it, you know, that I'm like, no, I love the fact that we got those elements. But you know what? The one thing I'm even more proud of is how just musically, it's just a lovely song. You know, it's just just a great song. (laughs) And I think think that's, that's why it's doing what it's doing right now. That's how it's going, the places it's going right now because I those anybody who's like who loves music know that this is a good song yeah you know and anybody then there's the people who are who also like it but are annoyed by the fact that oh it's actually saying something yeah to me and yeah. I don't want her to say that to me yeah. <laughs> but this song is on the radio all the time now so I don't know what to do and I love that too yeah you know so um yes and, and that is and I just kind of feel like now we can truly do everything that we've been kind of working towards. Yes. Um, and the music will only get better. Yeah. And so like all the little missing pieces that we kind of been looking for, for the last while, you know, yeah. we, we kind of putting them together. They're coming, you know, one mm. at a time and it just makes this next phase so exciting. Yeah. Cause we're already living in 2022 actually. Yeah. Musically speaking, the next couple of years are just a bit like, wow, Chyla was an introduction, you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually already on the next, next thing with these guys mm-hmm. and trying to discover my voice in a different capacity. And that's like very exciting because, I mean, while I'm 
exploring my pen i'm also getting like parents sending me videos of their children dancing to my music yeah um and then i'm also getting messages from people being like my mom is 82 and she's like living in waterford and she is like a very old white woman who's having this very intense racial awareness because you said something about chokra in your song and she caught it and she asked me about it and now we're chatting and i'm like i i did say that yeah i did and you heard it that's really cool and and now that i'm back in the studio and we're doing this again um I look back at the last few months and I'm like, all the music that we've created, it feels like it's been so responsive to everything that has been happening. That's 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 why I believe in it so much because it's like you know, people are hearing songs that were recorded two years ago, two even. years ago, almost three, some of them. Exactly, yeah, and it feels timely. Yeah, in 2020, you know, and it's like, and I think everything that we've got there on the hard drive is kind of like that <laughs> right now you know because yeah. it's like huh it's weird is it like were we was the world always like this yeah just like everyone is a lot more aware now that oh these things happening happening yeah and so i think like i was like yeah man you know what now nah, we got something special here we do yeah. and that's not even mentioning like we've got the stuff that i'm really excited for underneath denise chila and then there's stuff that like you're bringing out merely that's really really exciting like and then we've got god knows who's like quiet in the corner but like definitely just always do you know i mean like like someone to be like and and he's another one who's like like guilty of being way 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 more like understated in public than like he actually yeah. is but like there's I a think he's reason. finally coming out of the show yeah. i hope so <laughs> yeah for me it, it was that high kick yeah. i you screamed. know I was you like, know like this is the guy who used to like fly during his shows and would like climb up to the tallest point in the tallest balcony and like literally fly across the cra- crowd but like he's talking about heathrow airport you know <laughs> he's talking about like all of these really intense topics yeah. and issues really again technically sometimes really fast like the way Gardner's raps is yeah incredible do you know like if yeah. you if you would take the time and like sit down and listen and break down his lyrics you'd just be like these are these are thesis statements these are yeah. like phds and masters that like merle and god knows that you've given us and like there's a reason actually why every time people talk about you they're like the big brothers of irish hip-hop do you know mm-hmm. because like from jump now that being said <laughs> <laughs> are you are you are you gonna contradict me in front of all these people merly are you gonna do that because Listen. you're gonna make me look bad <laughs> and then and then what do you know no no like look i mean uh that's flattering but at, at, at the same time you sort of like you know like we're still we're still gonna look at ourselves like you know what we've been doing this for a while, but we kind of feel like we're still only starting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so, so that's why you, you don't want to embrace that, you know, like big brother thing too much. You don't want to hug it. But yeah, the no, reality, I, I think what Merly's like, trying to say is like, uh, we're not in the legacy category. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, you know you're not. I mean? No, uh, you're not. I think. Uh, I think maybe we're so self-aware of the fact that for us, we feel like we are like you, like we feel like raw, like. We feel like uh, one of the most beautiful things that Denise Chyla has given us is the 
I'm a, I, I'm going to school for the first time again. <laughs> you know, I'm going. To, I got I got my lunchbox, and like, oh. you know, I'm gonna meet new friends. <laughs> I'm gonna, like, yeah. I can't wait for this day to be like over because I'm gonna tell my mom about how the day went. <laughs> you know, it's gonna be so beautiful. Oh. And I'm, I'm good friends in East Island. Like, you know, like everybody loves her. Like, it's just so awesome. <laughs> and so, then you show off, and then you're like, oh, you're here too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like, wait, hold on, Billy Madison. <laughs> <laughs> but the the truth is for us like we're wherever group like we're evergreen like we we yeah. we will be like i said it and we move the needle like i'll be here in every single era because yeah. for me i don't like i i don't take the thing of getting old i get older mm. like yes i'm growing but i'm not writing you know what i mean mm, like yeah. as in like i don't feel like the stuff I took in 10 years ago is what I'm applying now. Mm. It's like, I am here in the, in the streaming era trying to figure out what's the best way to move forward. I, I guess this is me as a collective. I was thinking a collective, but what's the best way collectively as people, music lovers, if you're a music lover, what's the, what's the best way that we do this? So that way I can never get old because I'm always seeking that fresh new i feel mm. like i'm going to school every single time i come out like every time i release i never want to be like yeah so i hung on, i hang on to my beliefs because i don't do that as a as a person i don't do i don't i, I don't think i don't apply the same way that uh we used to do things 10 years ago because that makes me cringe when my family members are still sexist and misogynistic mm. or uh whatever you know like like people that refuse to grow so mm. I can't apply that to me. You know, I can't be mm. that person over there, not yeah. be this person over here. Mm-hmm. So that's why Burley had to just say that. But it's not to say that we're not big brothers. Mm. We definitely are. I am definitely going to be. But he's just saying they're mime. I think a big part of the kind of big brother thing that, I mean, I have definitely put in print that you are, that that, yeah. that is what you are. <laughs> but I mean, it's... Yeah, it, I, I understood the context. Yeah, but it, it's the kind of, it's the, um, it's the commitment that you have to making sure that this moment in hip hop doesn't only belong to you guys. Yeah. That it is, yeah. it, it is a space that no matter who is coming up, after you that there is new space there yeah, no absolutely and w- whether it's just getting people onto absolutely. a track or you, like just even seeking people out absolutely. and going around the place and being like okay who's who's good here and who do yeah. i need to hear here no do you know what you know? um I'll, I'll say like this when we were on uh the our first initial Wisangano voyage um i it was a, a lonely space as an mc to just be the only mcs yeah. And I love, I love, and 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 not just um, rap stuff. It's more so for me. I see the whole thing. I love music. I love music. So yeah, I'm an MC. So I'm gonna uh, approach it from that space. So it was like I know there's loads of MCs, and I know they're great. But how? Like, is it just because I myself sit down and I? Um, myself and Merle or any other guys, we we come together and we're like, "Oh, have you heard your man from Belfast? He's oh, he's so good. Oh, have you heard this person?" And then I realized, obviously, uh, after we won the choice, it was like, "All eyes on us." But I was like, "Not just us. Just because we got this thing doesn't mean yeah. that that person is not sick." I don't mind if I'm not gonna be like, 
I want a choice. So I'll only work with people who are choice worthy. It's like, I'll work with anybody who's, who's at a level that is, uh, is, what can I say? I mean, that's what they're willing to grow. Like, they're yes. not yeah. stuck in any. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Because it's, for me, it's not necessarily that someone has to be, has to have their uh, stuff together. It's more so a case of, are you willing to say, yo, like, I'm committing to making, uh, what can I say? Making, taking, do you know the way that's like people who say, sorry, now I'm touching you, bruv. I'm, I'm, I'm very expressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sanitize me, please. <laughs> uh, but um, you know the way people say, I want to take it all the way. Anybody who's an MC who wants to take it all the way, I'm, I'm with you. That's all. I, that's all. I. That's that's the thing that I look at it as. When we were trying to take it all the way, like um, I was just like, no, that's not how it goes. You can't take it on all the way by yourself. And if if you want to be amongst great company, you actually have to go. All right, cool. I've I've I gotta now go over there. But I, I felt like even though I'm I'm internationally minded, don't get me wrong. Like yo, if I'm we are we are we are going all the way like yeah. I, I don't i don't i don't have i don't feel bad if people think i have notions the big notions energy right now absolutely um yeah. we are going all the way i just care if you love it because yes. i don't have to do the work if you're already uh all the way minded if you're if your mind is like i'm going all the way i don't have to do a lot you yeah. just come to the studio let's do a tune blah, yeah blah, blah. absolutely boom, boom, boom. it's gonna be fine it's all gonna go great because you want it as much as i want it yeah but i'm not gonna work with people who don't want it like i want it because mm. that's I, i'm gonna be i'm gonna be so offensive to you because mm. it's like why is this guy like acting like he's some guy yeah. but absolutely. if you want it you're not intimidated by my energy yeah, exactly, like, yeah. Oh, it's exciting it's, do you yeah. know because actually when we talk about being like like earlier i said that you're one of the best and that's not really in like it's so impossible to qualitatively like yeah. to quantify do you know stuff like that that it's not about saying better than yeah. it's about saying that you want better for yourself do you know 100. and like when we when we discuss like dreams and having notions i really hate that word i really hate it so much and i hate that i used it earlier because like i think that it creates a really um a really terrible insecurity in people who already have incredible imposter syndrome to just sort of like continue to internally diminish ourselves all the time when in actual fact what we need to have is not condescension and to deprecate ourselves but to have actual humility and actual modesty is the practice of really knowing yeah these are my limits this is as far as i can go right now i have to ask for help but also these are my capabilities this is what I can do and this is what I can do well. And and, and it, celebrate that. Well, and like. celebrating that and actually pursuing that and having this very healthy concept of who you are yeah. in the middle of that by saying not better than, but definitely better than yesterday. Yeah. Definitely better than myself. Yeah. And definitely aiming for excellence so consistently that like my goals are not going to stay in my parish. And if it's a competition better than you. Amen. Um, absolutely. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, Merle said the only thing you can take from him is notes. <laughs> <laughs> we said it on record. <laughs> 
I, I need to put that above my desk and look at it every day. That's the MC. The MC Merly just came out so hard there, though. The MC just was like, But I love it yeah, because, like, I, I was I, also... But don't get it twisted. Yeah. I am an MC. But that's why like. we love it, isn't it? It's like, this is a competitive sport, too. It's like boxing, right? Like, you have to have that. You have to oh, want so that. I'm going to shake your you hand know? after the game. Oh, because, I'll, I'll like, take you for tea. It's a gentleman's <laughs> sport. I will leave it in the ring. I'm yeah. not, like, here to kill you. I love that, that it's a gentleman's sport. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, and I'm yeah. the ultimate gentleman, excuse yes. me. Mm-hmm. But like, if you're looking for your black James Bond. <laughs> all right, all right, let's move on. <laughs> I don't brag about myself today. Lay Anish Kakoram, don't need an autopsy to open up. Where my pajamas to the corner shop, I keep my eye on what makes me up. I dance on the graves of dead traditions. No lip service to bad religion. Cleaning house like I'm playing Quidditch. Can't waste time doubting my decisions. Onwell Katagum Idolgaji, I don't need permission to be free. Can't affect my confidence adversely. I'm well versed, so you won't adverse me. Round of applause for the ones who say you're clapped when you turn them down. Imagine being able to be anything and choosing to stay a clown. I, I could Bruce Wayne or Batman, I can play nice or show you Arkham. Come in my inbox again and I'll chat to your girl and raise her standards, Batman. Don't let the internet make you brave if you wouldn't say it with bass. Say it to my face, say it with your chest, say it with your heart, know what, say less. I'll cross that bridge when I burn it. I'll give credit when you earn it. My pupils taught me the vision. Don't need anyone to affirm it. To, to leave it in a way of looking forward yeah mm. uh, what can we what can we expect we know there's some couple of things coming I mean we're uh, not, we know you're going all the way there's problems but, <laughs> but in the immediate future yeah um, how are we looking how are you feeling um, and what's coming I know you have a couple of things GK yes so um, I guess uh, will you allow me to I will allow you to speak yes uh, so uh in the immediate future um the next one from god knows is this is like drum roll moment i've been so i've been holding this one like crazy this one i've been, I've been <laughs> that's, that's last my drum time i came here on the podcast uh we had wait do it like a do it like a wrestling announcement Ah, oh, I'm not good at that. <laughs> do, do, do it like a... <laughs> Niall can like, put in like an are you ready to like, rumble or like kind a, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like a last time on Dragon Ball Z on the Nile or Nine podcast. When God Knows came through, he gave you Southwest All-Stars. And it was a maza. It was insane. New York Times said. <laughs> <laughs> In a world like has ever been done before. That was ready for Southwest Thank All-Stars. We had Southwest All-Stars followed by Merley, who gave you Till the Wheels Fall Off yes. and the Culture. Yes. And, ooh, and oh. the Racists. <laughs> <laughs> and now. Next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> yes, we have. The East Coast All-Stars. So the Southwest All-Stars was the Honorable Denise Chyla. <laughs> Gavin Da Vinci. Hazy Hayes. Strange Boy Nature. Yes. And of course, at the helm was me. And, and Citrus the East Coast Fresh. All-Stars and Citrus Fresh. And Citrus and Fresh. And Citrus Fresh. Thank My you. Apologies. Yeah. 
Apologies. You gotta keep it zesty. Yeah, yeah, trust. And then the new one has from Wexford scripter from and then some Dublin Dons, Legends and Kings just killing it right now. <laughs> we have Nilo, Mango, Rebel P and I didn't have a verse on the Southwest All Stars because I was home. But now I'm 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 the visiting. So yeah, I got a verse on He's there. Back. Yeah, 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 yeah. So look out look out for that. Look out for the video coming. And then we also have uh after that the second Denise Chyla single dropping. <laughs> coming. <laughs> when when can we look forward to that? Oh, yeah, definitely yeah. we're gonna go yeah. for it. End Let's, of the month. Yeah, <laughs> you can, you can <laughs> You can you can look forward to me flexing my Excalibur on the 29th. 28th. Yeah. 28th is the release of the single. Yeah. The 20 You see I don't even know my own thing. What would I do without these people? Eh. It's <laughs> nice to have help. So yeah, yeah, we're we're doing that followed directly by Hardworking Class Heroes which Ireland is, Music Week. Oh, Ireland Music Week is going to be a very 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 sick thing i i can't i can't promote that enough but no this is this is going to be an incredible year and and merley's got uh i don't know uh I, I just don't know i've got a lot of stuff there i just don't know what i'll put out when no there's, a, there's an amazing video there's coming. an incredible video oh, coming yes, yeah for sure yeah there there's is an amazing a, video at the very there least is. you're gonna have that in the next while yeah, no, like, I, I mean this my single is still till the wheels fall off, which is yes. still at the moment. So um, there's gonna be visuals. Yeah, so the visuals that would drop the at wheels. some point. They're incredible. The next while, Shot so, It's at, not even normal. at the bows. Bow at the bows. Yeah, you get me. It's so, not even so, normal. So that'll be that'll be the that'll be the next thing from me, and um, then we will probably they'll probably. You know, I think we probably give enough already. I think so. Yeah, enough teasers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like it doesn't more. Yeah, it's not <laughs> fun if I show my entire. I'll tell hand. you the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, the record. Absolutely, yes. Yes. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, but like in the in the meantime, um, I guess it's just exciting to look at the next couple of months as a consolidation, and actually even accidentally like we've just sort of raised the bar on ourselves for what we're producing and how we're releasing it and what we're going to be doing so like if we expect just nothing but excellence from ourselves it's not we're not going to give anything that's that we're not going to die behind pretty much um which is a big thing to say and I say it with my chest um word to China absolutely so it has been such a pleasure Niall and Andrea, 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 Lady Andrea. <laughs> Why, thank you, my good sir, Mister So So Burn. Well met. It has been incredible to just be here with like the family, and I'm actually really excited about it because like interviews and stuff are like I don't know. I get in my head about them. Mm. Do you know so do I, every time. Uh, really? Oh yeah. You do a lot of them. How does that uh, work? I just, I mean, it never goes away. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, but yeah. I just try and have a chat. It's it's, yeah. it's been a really yeah. nice chat. chat. No, I'm yeah. really really glad to have, like not just left the house, but have come and like sat down and had like it feels like a slumber party in this room. I just have to stress. Yes, it like, does. Yeah. We're we're sitting like um with our legs crossed and our I shoes off. I immediately took my shoes off. And like in. there's teacups <laughs> around us and we're just chilling and there are pillows everywhere and it just feels and sanitizer. On the table in front of us. We're all very We're, we're not close to, yeah, do you yeah. know, like, 
We're taking we care of each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's been a pleasure. It's Thank been you. it's been uh, it's been a very um, amazing time to kind of get the three of you in a room and talk to you because I imagine as this year goes on, um, people in the press are going to be really trying to make this happen so it's 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 a privilege for for me and Niall to kind of have this opportunity to talk to you guys at yeah, this moment um, it really is Marley we didn't even know you're going to be here for sure yeah really so great happy. to see you yeah no it's, uh, it's, <laughs> it's great to be it's great to be back you know yeah because I, I like I've been away physically as well for a long time just came back just before lockdown then had to be away in my house yeah uh, so it's like I'm I'm literally just coming out now mm. over the last few weeks so yeah it's great it's great to be out doing good. this again good good all right guys thanks uh denise morley and god knows thanks so much thank you thank, thank you, you. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow-up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.